This episode of Contracting Conversations is brought to you by BSCAI Smart Brief, a free weekly newsletter delivering curated industry news and information to your inbox each Thursday. Subscribe at bscaiorg smartbrief. Welcome to Contracting Conversations, a podcast series from BSCAI. Through a series of interviews with entrepreneurs, business owners, and executives, this podcast aims to provide insights, trends, and tactics to support the growth and development of business owners serving the contract cleaning and facility maintenance industry. Welcome to Contracting Conversations, the official podcast of BSCAI. I am your host, Kate Jacobson. Today, I have with me Danielle Vidal-Johnson, the Director of Marketing at 4M Building Solutions. She is a breakout session speaker at this year's Contracting Success Plus, and she is an expert on all things social media. She wants to help you and your business grow your online brand. Support for Contracting Conversations comes from our premier partners, 3M, Diversi, and Karcher. Learn more about our partners and their category-leading solutions for contractors at bscaiorg partners. All right. Um, well, hello and welcome. Thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, we just wanted to chat with you. Um, you're going to be, you're one of our peer-to-peer speakers at our Contracting Success Plus conference, uh, and your topic is social media, recruiting team members, brands, and companies to customers. So my first question for you is social media. What do BSCs do wrong when it comes to their social media channels? Well, first, I'm happy to be here. Thank you so much <laughs> for inviting me and asking me to speak because this is like just such a great subject and I'm super passionate about it. So I'm happy to share things I've learned with everybody as well. So you said, what are some things BSCs do wrong when it comes to social media? Um, Well, I mean, I don't want to focus on the negatives either just because I like, there's so much room for mistakes, but it's also one of those mediums that like mistakes are kind of okay on social media too, because you know, the public's, memory can be pretty short so if you make a mistake you can kind of stumble but then recover but there are some mistakes you can't kind of recover from so I'd say that like the biggest no-no that I think comes out when it's social media is either spreading yourself too thin Mm -hmm. and trying too many different channels at once where you're kind of like struggling to keep up and then also just kind of setting and forgetting your social media, like just pushing out content and then not engaging with people. It's Mm -hmm. just like, if you think about like those products and services, like in a product-based marketing type thing, like if you are looking at something you saw on Instagram and you have a question about it, and then you ask a question to the brand on social media, you kind of expect an answer. So whether or not you get one kind of flavors how you feel about that brand and whether or not their response was a good one can either make you buy it or also make you forget about it. So we're no different 
as far as BSCs go, it's just that we're not selling a product. We're kind of selling ourselves rather. So if you're on social media, you're kind of expected to be present. So right. don't forget about that piece. Like I'd say that's the, that's the top mistake definitely is just like not being there to be engaging with the people you're trying to reach. I love how you said that, you know, it's something that you can connect with people. That This is really another way that we can connect with people and, like you said, give information about whatever service or product that we might be giving. Um, I think sometimes for some people it can be overlooked, you know, but really it's a great tool that accomplishes so many different things. Why do you think it's so important that people start being serious about their social media and managing it as that tool of connectivity well social media is social like it's in the name right there so i know a lot of people just want to be out there and telling everybody how great they are i i mean you're all great we're great we're essential businesses we know it and we know that other people know it but you don't need to like scream into their face about it so you're supposed to be connecting with those other kinds of people you're trying to reach are those people candidates are they dental customers and then more social media is more about focusing what you're talking to with them about what they care about and what they want to hear from your brand, not like what you want to say. Mm -hmm. So I think that's where a lot of things get lost in translation or where people get bad tastes in their mouth with certain brands. It's because like, well, that didn't answer my question or that's not what I'm looking for right now kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So I just... I think it's a lot, it's just as much about listening as it is about socializing and kind of putting yourself out there. Now, some people though might say, you know, and I've, I've heard this a lot because I, I run, you know, some of, I run, I actually run BSCI's Facebook, uh, if you want to check it out. Um, but, you know, I've heard a lot of people who when I'm talking to them about social media strategy, they go, well, you know, I, I don't want to be, I want it to be very professional. I don't want to show that personal side of myself. I don't want to put myself too, too out there. But do you think there's any importance to kind of showing your personality or showing what your company's kind of values are in kind of a more personal way? Uh, well, coming from me personally working at 4M, I'd say yes. Like showing your personality is what sets you apart. Like our, we're all about having a 4M family, treating everybody like family and that kind of look and feel mm -hmm. so like being really rigid and like uncomfortable I guess on social media I mean it could work for some brands and if that's how you really want to present yourself then more power to you but if you have like something you're trying to curate then yeah you need to communicate that with people like are we're not law firms we're not you know getting we're not saving the world or here either but it's just having a little bit of that casual levity also opens up the conversation paths for other people too and makes them comfortable with reaching out and engaging with you yeah it makes you feel human versus right. like a, a corporation or something right not like a giant faceless robot that they can't really relate to but having like a real personality or somebody somebody real responding to them Mm -hmm. which I know not everybody has time for, but I mean, there's always ways to engage with your audience and on a more personal level. And I definitely think that's what social media is really about. It's about engagement and kind of curating those people that you're trying to communicate with. From a business perspective, if I'm somebody who doesn't have a social media, but maybe I live in, 
you know, a major metro area where if I got on social media, I might be able to kind of get more prospects or even maybe hire people. Um, what would be like the business case in your opinion to starting social media pages? Well, I kind of cover this in my session too. And I think that everybody thinks they need to be on social media and it is important, especially now in this kind of day and age too. But I also really want to caution against that whole set it and forget it mentality also. Like it does take time and it takes a little bit of dedication to sit there and kind of handle it. Mm -hmm. So knowing how much time you can dedicate will then inform what kind of plan you need to put together for yourself and then having an actual plan like just throwing a Facebook page up there if you don't know what you want to get out of it like how would you know it was successful if you don't know like all right so for the first six months I want to build brand awareness so that means getting a thousand followers followers or likes of my page so that I can start sending these people a little bit more targeted stuff like having a set goal in mind before you're setting up your profiles is going to be key in knowing whether or not it was worth it for you so yeah. then then you'll know whether or not you hit that goal and whether or not it's helping your business just because it's social media is out there doesn't mean it's for everybody so it's kind of doing that balancing act too and understanding what the goal is before you just go out there and post willy-nilly. I, I love that you talk about having some sort of strategy. I think a lot of people assume, especially those that maybe only use social media for their personal you know, reasons and maybe posts every once in a while, it's like you really actually need to have some sort of plan or at least an outline kind of saying, okay, well, here's kind of our voice and here's what we want to post and here's what our goals are. Um, what would you recommend if I'm a company and I go, you know what, I'm, I hear this, either we have social media pages and I need to get them under, you know, I need to get them right, or, you know, we don't have any pages, but we want to start them, you know, what are some of the first steps? Is it sitting down and just kind of going with your team and saying what's important? Is it, you know, building out an entire strategy? How, how do I even start that if I don't know where to start? <laughs> I mean, that's a big question. So. <laughs> I only ask the big questions. Right. I mean, if, I, if we're living in a perfect world, it's absolutely to sit down with, like, your leadership, your team. Who's going to be essentially managing it? Because a lot of times, you know, you're doing a lot of these things ad hoc. Everybody's wearing a lot of hats. So kind of gr grabbing those key people and starting to think about what the greatest need is that you're trying to meet. So, um if you're struggling to get sales, then that's like your target for social media. So then that would inform which kind of platform you would use. And then, you know, your plan going ahead for that specific platform. Or if you're looking to recruit more team members, that's kind of going to inform which platform you're going to use then. And then talk together about what's a feasible expectation for that. It's kind of putting together a very basic plan. And then once you kind of flesh that out, to then hand off that little baby to somebody else that can, you know, raise it, grow it, and do it the right way. I mean, this is the public face of your company. It's out there. It's for everybody to see. So you don't want to leave it to chance or just a fly-by-the-seat-of-your-pants approach. Like, everybody thinks social media is so easy because everybody uses it on a day-to-day -day basis. Well, business social media is a whole heck of a lot different than just posting some pictures of your dog for your friends to see. Like, it, they're, it's just a different animal. So 
it's easy to post things, yes, but posting the right things is so important, especially when you're a brand. There's so much noise out there. So it's really about coming up with a measured approach on how you're going to stand above the rest. So having those conversations with your team, they don't take a long time. I'm not saying it's like a six month process to start a Facebook page, like meet with somebody one week, come up with your ideas, set it in motion the next week. It's just coming up with a plan first is very important so that you know where you want to go. Yeah. Um, I, I think you're right. A lot of people do assume it's kind of easy because it is easy if you're not trying to do anything with it. <laughs> like if yeah. you post an Instagram picture, but if I'm a business, how do I sell that product in the picture? It's a whole different conversation, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, now you talk a lot about free tools that people can access in your session. Can you go through a couple of those and what they, what they do? So some of those ones in my session, actually, let me make sure that I remember which ones I'm going to mention here. So a lot of them are like very basic ones that people can use just starting out, like nothing super sophisticated. Most of them have free versions. It's all like really geared towards those people that need the most help. Mm So some of those, like I get into scheduling apps, which is what I think is probably the best tool in the arsenal really when you're just getting started out because they kind of help you consolidate those time sucking items that social media causes and consolidate that time a little bit. Mm -hmm. I mean, a lot of people don't realize how much time lining up all of these posts and everything on each individual platform takes and it's, it can get really out of hand and then you can get lost in holes if you don't have the right person kind of scheduling stuff. So using those apps to, schedule everything at once to all of your channels is a good place to start. And then also those scheduling apps usually have analytics built in where it's consolidating all of that. So you don't need to go back to your Facebook page, back to your LinkedIn page, back to your Twitter page to, you know, try to ad hoc compile all of those different analytics. So I think that's probably the best place to start. And then the other ones that we talk about are going to be like some design and image assistance ones, which is, and not everybody is a graphic designer and there are so many great free tools now that help you look really slick for like next to nothing. So it's, I mean, they're great tools. So I'm really excited to share them with everybody too, especially, especially those people that are new to it and think that like, you know, all these brands look so great. And I, oh, I just, I don't have the eye for that kind of thing. And I think Mm -hmm. that I, a lot of people don't know about these great free apps that really are so easy and make you look real good. And it's, you're right. It can be intimidating for some people, especially if they don't feel very technologically savvy in the first place. Um, And I, I empathize with those people because I'm, I'm a millennial. So I'm of the generation that, you know, we were born with computers and we were born with social media has been in my life since I was in like, since my space to date myself a little bit, but, um, same, same. <laughs> it's, 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 it's amazing to me how many of these like free tools that you kind of mentioned are, are really easy to access, very, very user-friendly, um, and they can really make everything look professional and polished and feel very scheduled and not so off the cuff, you know what I mean? Yeah, and they like divide them up by channel too. They like know exactly the dimensions of all the stuff you're going to want to post and they make it all fit in there. Like they, they're so user-friendly. It's almost just insane. That's great. Um, 
for those who still, you know, might lack the confidence, maybe they want to do it. Um, what would you say to them? I mean, just, just get out there and go and just try it or, or, you know, don't be afraid of the internet. I mean, <laughs> I do encourage people to, to hop on social media, especially if they're like not the technologically people that they just like, like their old school ways. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's hard also being a millennial too. Like this is all second nature and then learning about this stuff and like keeping up to date with all of the algorithmic changes and everything is kind of like my passion and I love it, mm -hmm. but not everybody loves that. And it's like TMI all the time. Whenever I speak half the time, I'm like, Oh, did you know about this? Did you know about this? And so I totally understand that that can be like overwhelming, especially for somebody that doesn't have that kind of like technological language. But since they are making it so user friendly these days, it's just, I mean, you kind of do just have to take a stab at it. But that said, social media isn't like an all or nothing thing. So if it's overwhelming, why don't you just try, try one channel, like give it a go on LinkedIn and pick that one, work on it, be good at LinkedIn, like be really good at LinkedIn. And then when you're ready, you can move on to the next one. So, I mean, social media is such a bear. It's like always changing and evolving and what's true today might be different tomorrow. So if you're not out there trying new things, it's kind of like, you know, you get a little stale. But I know that there's like a million other things too that people are working on in their business and like social media, ugh, I have to do that too. I'm already, you know, putting out fires left and right. So it's having that plan in place before you do it so that you kind of have the time to dedicate to it also. And it's not necessarily about being an expert, but like having someone to go to to ask for advice even. Like, do you have a granddaughter or, you know, a, a kid or something that works in social media just kind of to bounce ideas off of? Like, you don't have to know everything. Just kind of be able to reach out and ask for help because all, that's what BSCAI is about too. So if people need help, that's kind of a resource that you can go to and also... I'm always happy to talk somebody's ear off about social media. So you know, you're going to get a lot of calls. Phones <laughs> <laughs> <will> be ringing. <laughs> I, I and I love that you said it doesn't have to be an all or all or nothing type of thing, and you can take it slow, and you don't have to be perfect. Um, that's kind of the fun thing about social media is you can make it what you want, really. Right. Yeah. It's trying something new. The only thing that you really can't come back from is like saying nothing, like just not responding to people. Yeah. And there's even settings you can do for that. I don't have time to respond to people. Turn off comments on all your stuff so then you don't have to worry about it. But I mean, there's caveats to everything. So, I mean, it's really, it is whatever you want to make it. Um, I, uh, my my parents always joke around that I'm their IT person, and I'm like, you know, I might be really good at social media, but I'm not really good at technology. That's a common misconception is that those who can do social media are also tech savvy. So look just, I mean, look for people in your company that, you know, are probably, in, like you said, have that technological language where they're in that age range where maybe they know a little bit more about social media. They don't have to be the most, you know, technologically right. adept people, but... Yeah. And I mean, even, I mean, I don't know, I spend most of my days Googling the new trends in social media. So it's, I mean, it, but there's a lot of great, like, 
you could even just get like a monthly digest from any social media publication that would give you kind of a heads up about a lot of different trends that are going on that's not going to kind of bury you in all the tech data type style stuff. But it's definitely, there's so many resources, like just a quick Google will show you how much there is out there to learn. Yeah, and YouTube. I love YouTube. I've learned so many things, not just social media related, but I've learned so many things on YouTube. It's 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 amazing. I know it is technology, man. The I know. You can Bring find anything together. <laughs> Connecting us. Um. So, again, you're going to be presenting at our Contracting Success Plus virtual experience. How excited are you to be in a virtual platform? You know, because then you know as a social media guru, you kind of live, you know, a lot of your work is really embedded in the virtual platform. So are you excited to be in a, to speak, be speaking at a virtual platform? I, I think I am because it's something new and kind of different. So I, I've never done a virtual conference before, so I'm super excited to see how it goes. And I really want to be able to, you know, connect with people. I know that's a big part of us all getting together usually too is, you know, connecting and going to happy hours and shaking hands and stuff, which is kind of a bummer, but it is what it is. So I'm just, I am really excited about it. I'm, I think that it's going to be a great event and there are so many great sessions. So I just, I hope everyone comes and visits mine because I love social media and I want to tell you all about it. Well, that's great. Well, really excited to have you. I think your session is going to be really great. Um, if anybody wants any advice on how to get their social media up and running or make it run better, definitely check out Danielle's session. It's going to be a good one. Um, well, thank you so much for coming on our show today. That was all the questions I had for you. Is there anything else you want to add or where can people find you online? Well, you can find me on LinkedIn or just visit all of our 4M social pages because they are up and running and we're having a lot of fun out there. We're doing Facebook Lives and a bunch of fun stuff coming up. So I am so excited to be here too. Thank you so much for having me. This was really fun. Thank you for listening to this episode of Contracting Conversations from VSCAI. If you liked what you heard and you want to find out more or to listen to previous episodes, head over to bscaiorg podcast. There you can also subscribe to our newsletter so you never miss industry news, updates, and great tips. Subscribe to Contracting Conversations on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts and learn more about our community on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and YouTube.